0: All right, I want you to put up for me Deuteronomy chapter number eight. God is about to restore somebody's life. Everything you lost, God is about to restore it. Today I want to answer the question, why do good people suffer? Why do bad things happen to good people? Amen. Why do you look like something bad has never happened to you? How many of you something bad has ever? (laughs) Hallelujah. Some of you are the bad thing that happened to somebody. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you ready to receive the word? Can I hear some excitement in this room? Some forms of suffering are God's way of blessing you. And it's important during this restoration service that I speak to people that have gone through some form of suffering and survived. Are you here? Are you here? Are you a survivor and you're in this service? Please put on your mask if you have it. As you can be seated. Hallelujah. Sometimes God will allow you to go through something hard. Just to test you. If you're going to be like him. Sometimes God wants to see what is in your heart. Have you ever been tight with somebody and hey, what's up man? This is my boys. And then something hard happens and they leave you. Sometimes God wants to see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go to verse number two, please. If you don't go through suffering with somebody, you will never know if that person is real. I've been through a lot with my wife. And she's still my wife. I'm still her husband. It tells me a lot. Yeah. She didn't walk out on me. I want you to read this scripture for me. Want to read it. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to test you and to know what is in your heart. You know, even God does not want jokers around him. Can I tell you something? When God decides to bless you, one thing will be sure, he knows you. When God decides to to walk with somebody, he has decided. Before he makes certain decisions, he will find out what is in your heart. And I want to congratulate every survivor that is in this house. God has been working with you and your time for your next level has come. You know, sometimes we think that God is somebody you come and impress. And if you pray well, he will release a big blessing. God knows Uh, uh, jokers. You know, sometimes I'm counseling people and I will tell them, Why are you behaving like this? Oh, my job ended. I'm so disappointed. I said, listen, shut up. Before you are hard up there. Shut up. Maintain your smile and keep saying, thank you, Lord. You are good to me. There is nothing wrong you have ever done. Because you can prolong your wilderness by an attitude. You can prolong a wilderness by your attitude. Oh, okay. I should change the sermon. Do you like the message already? You know, there are people in this room, after this service, you are going to your next level. You are entering another dimension. They want to show you a nature of God that you did not know. God does not trust anyone he has not tested. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness number 1 to humble you number 2 to test you number 3 to know what is in your heart whether you will keep his commandments or not and guess what eh? let me show you something the wisdom of god most of the people that came out of egypt they never got to canaan and guess where they failed the test in the test, they started saying, Ah, me to let cook fire. Shall remember the Lord your God? He led you all these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you, to test you, to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandment or not. Go to the next verse. And so he humbled you, allowed you to hunger. God allowed you to hunger, to just hear the sound that will come out of you. He allowed you to hunger. And he fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. That he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but lives by every word that proceeds from the... There is a season, all you have is a word from God. Well, God, deliver me, deliver me. They are coming, they are coming and God says, I will preserve you. That is the word. <laughs> that is the word. And he expects you to be rejoicing over the word. I have a word. I don't have money, but I have a word. They are not with me, but I have a word. What are you be a kitu? is sio magic. The ni is Wakovo is a relationship with God. And sometimes we come here when we have money in our pocket, we'll be lifting our hands and say, Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Master. And He wants you to say the same thing when there is no money in your pocket. A lot of people are always failing God's tests. And they fail when something is not working. When something is not working, I'm not going to touch. You're not going to church. I'm coming out of the department. You know, I discovered something. What about me? I discovered that most of God's blessing, the first phase of blessings are toys. They are breakable. God can give you a toy to train you. So that even if you break it, it's not the main thing. my, 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 My last born son has a lot of cars, more cars than me. Even Jason has cars. He has a Lamborghini. He has bubble, bu- bu- bumblebee. 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 He goes a voom. Then it stands up. The car starts walking. I don't have such a car. But guess what? Eh? He can break. He has broken few. Yes, so when God is blessing you, he gives you a toy first to see what you will do. Then he gives you the main thing after you pass the test. you are wise, you will shut up in the desert. In the desert, you don't mama ye. You don't mama mama in the day. You don't, When you mama, you will not arrive. I learned a lesson one day from a man of God. He was so sick. He was so sick, he was dying. He was dying of cancer. A very great man of God. And he went for chemo, all these things. From the time he entered chemo, went through a certain season the only thing he kept saying, God, you have only been good to me. You have never done anything wrong for me. You have always blessed me. He said that. The hair fell out of his head. Father, you have only been good to me. You have always been good to me. You have never done anything wrong to me. You have done me well. Can somebody shout, you have done me well. You know, if you complain in the desert, you will die there. But when you are doing offering, I saw I saw myself dedicating your house. I saw that you got a land and built a house. And I had come to dedicate. The season of dedicating houses a new breed has come. Hallelujah. One of the signs that you are mature is that when something happens that is not right, you tend to remember all the right things that have ever happened. You forget the bad thing that has happened and you say, God, remember, you delivered me from the bear. You delivered me from the lion. Even this uncircumcised Phyllis will be like one of them. You know, the work of a pastor is to help you pass examinations. I took you through the desert to check your heart and imagine they showed us their heart, even if we are not God, we saw their heart in the desert. And I've been watching uh, <laughs> I've been watching the language of the deputy president. Uh, you don't want to be in that man's shoes at this moment. No, but the only thing I'm hearing is mungu ni muema. Mungu ni muaminifu. Mungu <laughs> What are you saying in your desert? Ask your neighbor. What The job you lost, who gave you? It is God. Shut up. You are ready to... You are ready to mamayi. Shut up and keep walking. Lift up your hands in the desert. And say, God, you are a good God in the desert. May God give you a song in the night in the name of Jesus. May God see your faithfulness in the desert. What are you trying to show us? You are trying to show us that God is not good because of one job that you lost. Because of your job, God is not good. Listen, God is good whether you have a job or He is a good God. Can you shout you are a good God? <laughs> so one of the reasons God tests you with pressure is to check your loyalty. <laughs> you know, when, when I was watching the news, eh, by the way, me, I'm not, uh, I don't care. I saw some guy that was supporting BBI. And then when it fell, eh, he wrote on his wall, Ah, tukakunye, tukakunye. <laughs> I said, These kind of people cannot work with God. Don't say all men are dogs because you will still need one man in your (laughs) all men are dogs (laughs) God is checking will he betray me? I know they don't have money right? Will they betray me? I know there is nothing. There is only food. Will they betray me? And if you are not careful, God makes sure the desert is not too long. Because sometimes it prolongs. You will betray The Bible says it does not allow you to go through a test that is beyond your strength. He will come through before the strength is over. But you must maintain a song on your lips. You must maintain a praise on your lips. Can somebody give God a praise for free right now? You know there is something called a sacrifice of praise. A sacrifice of praise is when God has not done anything yet. I am sacrificing the praise. Can somebody give God a sacrifice of praise? Ah. Let me show you a scripture. Hebrews 10.39 Hebrews 10.39 Look at this scripture. Everybody look up. That's juzi. Jews, it What we make weona na mungu miyakamiki. Many years. You are not the only one with a problem. You want to write a book on how God is not faithful. Yeah. Mainly try who you, your God. That will come through. Lakini unenze imba yulembona sa makabit kaki come through. Kabit kana come through. Lagi God. Are you here? I came for counseling today. Are you listening to me? Okay, clear your throats. One, two, read it. Don't be don't be shocked by this word perdition. We are not among those that draw back to distraction. When you draw back, you are destroyed. We are among those who believe huh, to the saving of our soul. Once you start believing God, don't stop. Don't stop. Job chapter number 23 verse number 10. This is a restoration service. That's why I came to talk like this. God is about to restore survivors. Do I have any survivors in this room? God is about to restore you. Job 23 verse number 10. Wow. Job 23 verse number 10. One, two, three. Read it. He knows the way that I take. When he has tested me. He knows the way I'm taking. He knows the pain in the way. He knows the suffering in the way. Some of you are on WhatsApp and you are on a desert. Get out of WhatsApp. He knows the way that I take when he has tested me. I shall come forth as gold. The first reason God wants people to go through some issues is to check your loyalty. Loyalty. Ask your neighbor, are you loyal to God? What is going to make you leave God? One year, you are backsliding seven times. Every restoration altar, you are there. Hey! Can you shout loyalty? God does not bless people that are not loyal. Because he has to test you first. God has to test you. Number two, the reason God allows people to go through some issues Is to determine the level of your promotion It is in your suffering That God determines the level of your promotion Let me read the scripture for you Hallelujah Can I read the scripture for you? Do I even have the scripture? I want you to put up this scripture for me get it for me after you have suffered for a little while after you have suffered for a little while can you get it First Peter 5 10 put it up for me First Peter 5 10 look at this scripture it's one of the most amazing scriptures you will ever read So those of you that identify suffering to mean God is not with me, you don't know God. You don't know what you're saying. Are you there? Can everybody clear your throats please? This side, are you here with me? I can't hear you. Is this side half or the whole row? Are you with me? Can I hear you? That side, are you with me? Have you survived some things? In the middle, have you survived some things? Are you with me? Okay, clear your throat. So I want you to read this scripture. One, two, read it. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered, perfect you, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. You will never be perfected. You will never be established, strengthened, and settled. For a little while. You know. Everybody that is in this service. Restoration service. By the way I am going to anoint people today. Amen. God will restore you. Huh? Equivalent to the things you have been going through. Yeah. So that you can rise out of that storm. And go to your next level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. So God allows suffering. So that he can determine. Your promotion. Your promotion. And your level that he will set you up. I want to show you several things you must have when God is restoring you. Today I feel like I'm alone on this altar. I think I should just close this service. How many of you are with me? You are hearing the message. There will be so many testimonies from this service. I want to show you what you need to have. When it is your time for restoration. Put up for me Second Kings chapter number 6. Second Kings chapter number 6. Verse number 1. Look at this. Can you clear your throats? Even the throat you will not clear. Can you clear your throats? Look up. Everybody looking up please. One, two, read it. Sons of the prophets say to Elisha, See now. The place where we dwell is too small. By the way. There is always dwelling in a small place. You don't start in a big place. You start in a small. Small finances. Small opportunities. The sons of the prophet say to Elisha, See now. The place where we dwell is too small for us. Go to the next verse. Please, let us go to the Jordan. Let every man take a beam from there. And let us make there a place where we may dwell. This level is too small. We want to go to the next level. And so he answered and said, go. Then one of them said, please, consent to go with your servant. And he answered, I will go. Go to the next verse. Read it with me. And so he went with them. And when they had come to Jordan, they cut down trees. But as one was cutting down a tree, the axe head fell into the water. And he cried out and said, alas, master, for it was borrowed. So the man of God said, where did it fall? and he showed him the place and so he cut off a stick and threw it in there and he made the iron to float and therefore he said pick it up for yourself so he reached out his hand took it some of you have been through such deserts even to read is a problem and so he took it there are four things you need as God is restoring you are you here? The first thing you need as God is restoring you, write this down, you need to have a clear vision of your next level and where you want to go. You need to have a clear vision of the next level and where you want to go. Ladies, can I tell you something? Are the ladies in this service? Never date a man without a vision. Don't date a man whose vision is to enjoy you. Do you know what I've noticed, guys? with at me. Most people complain about the hardship, but they don't know where they want to go. You don't have a clear picture of the next level. If you don't have a clear picture of the next level, God cannot work with you. What is the next level for you? And I'm giving you an assignment as your bishop. I want everybody to write down their next level vision. You know, if you get a guy whose next level is dating, he's going to spoil a lot of girls. Your next level must be more than, that is the process. You must have a next level. I want to marry and settle down and build a family. if I give you 1 million shillings now and I'm able if I give you 1 million shillings right now there are some people that will only change their walking style I'm asking you what can you do with a million shillings what can you do with a million shillings what can you do with 5 million shillings see the way your eyes are becoming big eh? what can you do with 10 million do you know if you give me one billion right now eh, I will spend it to the dot and have still I need more I have written down the vision I know exactly what needs to be done you cannot surprise me I cannot change my working style go to the next level. What is the next level? What is the next level? This is the problem with the church. Most people we are preaching, we are anointed, but you don't have a vision. Listen, the sons of the prophet said, where we are is too small. We are suffering. We want to go to the next level and build a bigger place. They knew exactly where they are going. By the way, as I'm talking now, God is releasing favor on people. God is giving you a new dimension to function. How can you not know where you are going? After marrying, then what? Your vision cannot be sex. (laughs) telling you i've met a lot of people if i ask them "Hey, we are like now we were possessing the gates this year and i can show you the things we have already possessed have you did you see the deputy president here did you go to Karen? some of you yeah right now we are finishing registration of our tv line sets it's coming out in a few because we are starting new breed tv immediately we said possessing the gates of media I looked for who can help us look a lot of you are possessing the gates of family and marriage and you are getting married because it is the year of possess but you have to see further sit down maybe this is the best message you have had this year what are, what are, where are you going where are you going Where are you going? By the way, I am doing a workshop for how to start a business. And I'm calling Dr. Wale is coming to teach people how to start from scratch and build. You cannot be saying prosper, prosper, prosper and you don't know what is prosper. Of can you shake your neighbor for me? Ask them where are you going? Where are you going? What's the next level? What is your next level? You know, you can be in the desert for too long until you get used to the desert. Wendy the desert. You have become a beach boy. Unataka <laughs> You know, one day we went to the beach with my kids. And my son was telling me, dad, I want a starfish. One of the beach boys had. Came and said, mse, na of that? You le starfish namjua mjua malioko. Come out Kama utanipa mia basi, mimi intamlete a starfish. I look at the guy, I say, are you sure? He said, nipetu nusu saa, pale kwa majini, naleta na. ruka. He went, no nothing. He just went to the water. And he came out with a big red starfish. Two of them, he brought them to Jason. He removed the head and the heart and left the starfish and gave my son. How's that Lisa? and a malista fish eco. Nido tu mali You know, if you don't think hard, you will work harder. Some people work too hard because they don't think much. By the way, look at you. Now you are 25 you are 30 and you are not thinking about the vision. But you feel like you need to date. My friend, stay alone in the canoe party. Kaa kwa chama ya panu. Ebu nione, utaomba Every month, you have a new problem that needs to, pro- to bring the problem to us. You must know the next level. Ha. Can you shout, I must know the next level? Let me tell you something about women. When you marry or you are dating, women enjoy that fact. But after a while, they start asking questions. At Sasa, after, Problems begin from that moment. (laughs) You thought your problem is dating. Now after dating for two months. (laughs) Tell your neighbor I must know the next level. God does not work with people that don't know the next level. Number two. What do you need to go to the next level? Number two. You must be accountable to a spiritual authority. Do you know what the sons of the prophet said? Go with us. I want to start a marriage, but come with me, Bishop. Counsel us. I want to start a business. Come, come and dedicate it. Yes, sir. I want God to start with us. Hey. A lot of people, the problem we have, we are not accountable. You have just gone and taken a loan of 500,000, but you have nobody to mentor you on how to make the money work now you will be 500,000 negative you have started a relationship but you don't have accountability nobody is mentoring you so when you break each other's heart you will be there crying alone Meg, it's good to see you ah So what do you need when you're coming out of the desert you must know where you're going number two you must be accountable ask your neighbor for me who is walking with you don't just be a renegade you are just walking praise the name of jesus can you look at your neighbor and say be accountable Shout louder, be accountable. In this church, you are not allowed to start dating unless you have an accountability couple. Because we know what happens when you start dating without accountability. You will end up where you ended up last year, but one. Number three. What is number one? You must have a clear vision. What is number two? You must be accountable to spiritual authority. What is number three? You must operate the principle of partnership and divine accompaniment. Don't just have a prophet in your life. Allow that prophet to partner with you. Most of the problems we cancel are people that have landed into problems who are never past that. How can you invite us to help you in something we never knew you were doing? Is this message blessing you? Is it helping you? What will happen in your life if you have mentorship now? You are going to go very far very far very far so number one have a clear vision number two be accountable to spiritual authority number three have a principle operate the principle of partnership and divine accompaniment allow that grace to travel with you and be functional and number four number four always seek god's help in problems you know even when god starts something an axe head can fall in the water God's things also have problems. They were cutting the trees. Bah, bah, and one of the ax flew and entered the water. And I know this guy is a man of faith because of how he responded. He said, alas. And then he said, master, master. He did not say equity bank. He did not say, alas, sweetie. Master, help me. I have a problem. Now, let me tell you something. Can you look up? Those of you that are Whatsapping. Can I tell you something? Most of the problems we have there is somebody that has been there and made it. Somebody is able to help you. Some of the things you want that are threatening to kill your marriage Somebody has been there and prospered. Yes, learn to seek help. Godly help. Yeah. Uh, you must learn. Have you argued? Okay, stand up. Come here. Can you appreciate these two? They are getting married on Saturday. Yeah. Have, have you argued before? Yes. Is there a time you have had to look for us? When you thought that Obi was a fool. <laughs> I don't understand this guy anymore. She has ever told me that. Obi has ever told me now. This vineyard, I don't get her. She's, I, she's mad. <laughs> what made them not be able to break up? Mentorship. Accountability. Seeking the help. They did not go to Whiskey River. They came to their prophet and said, we are arguing, we need help. Alas, master, it has fallen in the water. As a result, they are getting married. Have you broken up before? Yes. There's a time they are broken. For how long? Six months apart. Kwenda huko mi naenda? Kwa wetu naenda? ni kesho? ni kesho? But look at them. They are getting married on Saturday. It is possible and it is doable. So you can see that if you are going to come out of the desert, you must have already four things. Number one, I have a clear vision. Praise the name of Jesus. Number two is what? I am accountable to somebody. Number three is what? I am partnering with that grace. And number four, I know how to seek the help of God. Don't ever leave something because there's a problem. No, sir. Problems are part of life. If God is with us, why are we having a problem? Problems are not an indication of the absence of God. No, Can you appreciate them? Go and sit down. We are coming to eat full <laughs> This idea, nani? Dennis Ndombe? My wisdom is telling me that you don't have the capacity to hear anything else. How many of you are listening to the message? As sure as there is a God in heaven, God is restoring your life to the next level. I see God sending for you. Go and tell her I'm calling her out of that place. But you must know these four things. Number one, have a clear vision. Number two, be accountable. Number three, partner with God. And number four, what? Now, how many of you believe God is restoring you? You will have a testimony before the end of this year. So what can stop God from restoring you? I want to give you five things, then I finish. Five things. But before I mention them, the thing that can stop God from restoring you is called disloyalty. When you are not loyal. Pastor Philip preached so well about how money corrupts people. Yeah. It was long and good. <laughs> I want to show you five stages of disloyalty. Five stages of knowing you are losing God. Number one. Do you know you are becoming disloyal when you develop an independent spirit? By the way, independent people never go far. Yeah. Independiento espirito. When you develop, can you ask your neighbor? Do you have an independent spirit? You know, if 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 life If life was about animals, some people are like sheep. Sheep are always dependent on their shepherd. Guide us, take us, show. You can never eat somebody's sheep before they show up. For example, if you, this is one of my pastors in Kisumu. If you just show up and start beating this guy, The shepherd will show up. You will know that this man has a shepherd. I will show up. And ask you, why are you beating my sheep? But guess what? If you are a snake, the first feeling you have when you see a snake is I'm going to kill it. And when you kill a snake, nobody will show up and say, why did you kill my snake? Because snakes are independent. Ask your neighbor, are you a snake or a sheep? You are a python. (laughs) One of the things you must deliver yourself from. Deliver yourself from being an independent person. Let me show you how independent people behave. For example, if I come here and say, Guys, we are fasting for two days tuesday and wednesday an independent person will say no i will fast on saturday afternoon and sometimes some wives are independent wives you can be an independent wife your husband is telling you let us go like this you say no i don't like the way must not be independent of their leadership I speak shilling to every this you know ind- independent wife in this place I- why are the women not saying amen when they left a, i think west has more son <laughs> praise the name of jesus Touch your neighbor for me. Say, don't in- be independent. You must be somebody that is dependent. Number two How do you know you are becoming disloyal? When you are easily offended. One week cannot pass before you are offended. Every time there is something you are angry with, there is somebody you are angry with. Let me show you a scripture. Matthew 24, verse number 10. Put it up. <laughs> Matthew 24, 10. Put it up for me. Independence. You know, sometimes I think that maybe independence was not a good idea. Because when we were being colonized, eh, everything was working. And then independence came, and nothing is working. I'm telling you. <laughs> You know one of the wealthiest country in the world is Canada. Yeah, Canada. It's under the queen. All the billionaires are there because of they are not independent. <laughs> can you read this? I'm just showing you. I'm not saying let's go back to Britain. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, don't be an independent person. Nobody can correct you, nobody can guide you. kama <inaudible> coconut Please, can you read this? One, two, clear your throats? One, two, read it. And then many will be offended and they will betray one another and they will hate one another. So one of the reasons people betray is offense. Somebody that will, will betray you is somebody that is offended. When you become offended, you are next in line to betray. By the way, if you are not able to deal with offense, don't get married. Don't get married. married. Marriage is not for people that don't know how to deal with offense. Offense will come daily. Stay alone, please. Stay alone. Let me show you a scripture. Matthew 18:7. Matthew 18:7. Hey, are you listening to me? How is the message? How many of you are joining the message? Yeah. Stop being independent. I'm your pastor. I keep calling you. You don't come for meetings. You are like a snake. You have no leader. But when you have a problem, you come for deliverance service. Okay. This is the words of Jesus. One, two, read it war to the world because of offenses for offenses must come but war to that man by whom the offense comes listen to me wave at me i cannot believe that they offended me like that listen offenses will come like now as i'm preaching some people are getting offended some people are thinking what kind of message is this, this bishop doesn't he have a good message you are talking about independent wives. Why are you not talking to the men? I am not here to balance anything. Deal with your offense. What to the world because of offenses? You know, if you are an offend, offended person, easily offended, don't get married. Stay alone. Eh? Don't disturb somebody's child and you don't want to be with them. Umekuja, <laughs> nani Offenses will come. Tell your neighbor offenses will come. So number one, you become independent when you're becoming disloyal. Number two, you become offended. Number three, stage of disloyal. You become passive. You no longer talk. People that are becoming disloyal, they no, they say things like, let me keep what I wanted to say because I don't hear Or disloyalty. Disloyalty comes with a passiveness. Can you ask your neighbor for me? Why are you not talking nowadays? Who are you angry with? Nowadays, you are not talking. You used to contribute. You will say, I lift up my hands. I want to say how we will do it. Nowadays, I don't have anything to say. You know, there's a guy in the Bible called um, Absalom. Somebody raped the sister. And then the Bible says in 2 Samuel 13. And Absalom did not say anything to the man. Neither good or bad. He kept quiet. But after two years, he killed the man. (laughs) He just said, when you see what work in your mother, most of the time they are offended. And they are becoming disloyal. Me, I fear quiet people. Why are you not talking? At least, nod your head. Let me know you are getting the message. How can you be listening to me? You are blank. You are neither white or black. Hey. Why are you not talking? It is not that you never used to talk. You used to talk. Nowadays, you are not talking. Absolutely. You are about to kill us. You want to kill us suddenly. Why are you not talking? When you join New Breed, you are so loud. Amen, Papa. Nowadays. <laughs> so, the first stage is you become independent. Amen. The second stage, you become offended. The third stage, you become passive. You are not saying anything. You are passive. And then number four. After you become passive, the fourth thing you become critical. Nowadays, you cannot wait for the service to end. For you to ask somebody, did you hear what Bishop was saying? If you are an independent wife, you look for another independent wife. You say, Bishop are balancing messages. You become critical. Yeah. Praise the name of Jesus. Critical people behave like analysts. They are like like Gunji. They are like analysts. They are just analyzing what you said. Why? This is the fourth estate. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had Atwoli talking yesterday about BBI. You know, I I want to meet that guy once in my lifetime. He said, no. Never. (laughs) Abana. Nobody can stop reggae. (laughs) I like the guy. I just don't understand it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Listen, if you want to, how many of you want to criticize something? if you want to criticize something, go and watch football. When you watch football, you can criticize football. Nobody will be angry with you. <laughs> go and criticize us and all. <laughs> Let me show you a scripture and I'm finishing here. Romans 14.4. And by the way, we want to get rid of critical people in our church. Yeah. You will not be critical of us look at this scripture want to read it who are you to judge another man's servant to his own master he stands or falls he will be made to stand for God is able to make him stand anytime you are criticizing somebody like a man of God just know that he's not your servant He's not your servant and the God that called him is able to correct him You know, have you noticed something about God? Some of the people we don't like are in the Bible. Have you ever seen that you have a friend who is not very good, but you are not letting them go? God is like that. God has some bad people who he likes. Like the Bible says, Esau I have hated. Jacob I have loved. But Jacob is a thief. Because there are other things that are better in him that outweigh the bad things. Are you seeing can you imagine of all the sons in Israel the guy that became the nation of Israel is Jacob. That should tell you that God is so loyal. When you are criticizing some of his servants he's saying who are you? This is my servant. And when I was calling him I knew he had some issues. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Miriam criticized his brother Moses for marrying another wife and God came down and he never mentioned the wife. He asked Miriam, why are you talking about my servant? Why are you talking about him? Before Miriam said, but you see he was married in Ethiopia. God said, shut up. And he received leprosy. By the way, eh, learn to, can I give you a secret guys? A lot of people are struggling because of who they criticized. One day, Kenneth Hagin was criticizing a man of God, who he thought was not a very good man of God. He became sick. He was almost dying. He was being taken to hospital. He asked God, "Why? But why, God?" And God said to him, "Because you have criticized another man's servant." I have had stories. Eh? One day, Dr. Williams was criticizing another preacher. He became so sick, he needed surgery. On his way to hospital to get surgery, he asked God, but I'm a preacher, I've been doing it. He said, stop criticizing the anointed. He said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, please stop He said, it's too late, go for surgery. (laughs) Don't criticize anointed people. Because there's no angel in this world. Some of you, something that started miraculously died because you criticized an anointed person. you are receiving the miracle. You are not criticizing. You are receiving the anointing. Now, because of the miracle, you are forgotten. Now, you are looking at weaknesses. Don't criticize anointed people. Don't do it when you are eating Eat eat the lunch, not the pasta. Some people go for lunch, but they don't eat lunch. They eat a man of God. (laughs) I had a funny story, honey was in a golf course and he was talking about a certain man of God. He was saying, I don't like what that guy is doing. When he was talking like that, an animal started running from the forest. An animal that looked like a warthog. It was very far, but his ear had it. He said, guys, are you hearing something running? And then out of nowhere, the animal appeared. It started running. They were trying to run from it. It jumped on Doug Wadmill's mills Almost beat him and she pushed it and fell off. He asked God, What is this? He said, Stop talking about my servants. Hey. When you talk about men of God, you attract demons. Stop talking about the anointed, leave them. You will attract something that will take you down. Eh? <laughs> so you become critical. The first finally. Finally, and I have more, but I'm giving five today. Finally, finally, for today, the fifth stage of becoming disloyal that threatens your favor and next level is called the political stage. Can you say political? What is the political stage? Ask your neighbor, what is political here? Now, I want everybody to stop writing and look at me. Your notes never end. You are always looking down in service. (laughs) Listen. What is the first stage? Independence. What is the second stage? Offense. What is the third stage? What is the fourth stage? Critical. When somebody becomes critical, they move to the next stage they become political. When you are critical, you are criticizing somebody in your heart and just mildly. When you become political, you start gathering people to your house for lunch. You say, I have prepared some lunch for you. Come to my house. Come, come to my house. Come. To, come. You know, politics is all about mobilization. You gather people to your house and then you tell them, Guys, how is the food? How is the food? Fantastic. Thank you. Welcome to my house. Now, I wanted to tell you something. There's a problem in New Bridge. And I think we need to pray. (laughs) We need to pray. As people that love Bishop and love the vision, we need to pray. Have you noticed that the man is going off track? You have told everybody but me. The man you are talking you have never talked to him. I think, eh, and that's why in the spirit of maturity, I called you to my house. To tell you we need to save our families. I think we are, we are and you, you look mature. Can you start shaking your hand? Oh, this is powerful. There will always be one person that will say, wait, wait, start disagreeing. Disagree. Ah, I don't like what you are saying. What, What are you saying? When you become political, you begin to recruit other people to your offense. I cannot be offended alone. Let us be offended. And when you are political, you never say, I am offended. You say, people are not happy. People are not happy. A lot of us are wondering. Many of us are saying, What are who is many of you? You have gone from being passive, independent, from being critical. Now you are political, and then such people never leave the church alone. They will tag you come, come, yes, come, 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 come. They want people in suits, come, people in yellow. Tell me, 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 I think it's my time to go. You, can you stand such a thing? Can you stand such a thing? I'm telling you, what do you think God wants us to do? Huh? Do you want your family destroyed? Huh? Huh? Our season is over. Don't you feel? Have you been feeling? You also feel like, eh? you feel like, what do you think? With your suit like this. Huh? Can you be in yellow and listening to such a Let us, they don't say I'm going. Let us go, let us go. Because politicians are always mobilizers. And when you follow this guy you always end up in a pit it is the same thing that happens in businesses and companies when somebody wants to destroy your business they will recruit go and look at the political scenario right now people are recruiting i saw UDA also some people from UDA have gone now they are saying we are mobilizing our people (laughs) God bless you. You will never betray this anointing. Go and sit down. Am I teaching well? Are you enjoying the message? Never be part of radicalization and betrayals. You will not go far. You can't go far. Now, let me announce this. New breed is entering a place of 24-hour cycle of miracles testimonies that you have been waiting for for long they are coming into your life as long as you remain loyal to the grace of God I see myself dedicating houses every month I'm dedicating cars and marriages there's going to be a lot of weddings and marriages in New Brit. receive your marriage now businesses are starting companies are starting poverty is living your life you are going to your next level So I don't understand why God can start lifting people You are so down Now God is lifting you And you have become disloyal You have become disloyal You are not driving Now because you are driving You feel funny When you are single You kept telling me Oh pray for my anointing I'll call him Where is he? Nowadays you don't You don't come to church anymore Why? I'm married. You know I'm married. Married now. That's why you should not marry an unbeliever. Can you give me some oil? I want to finish there. So you must have a clear vision. You must have a sense of accountability. You must partner. And you must seek the help of God. We will make it. We have to. Even if he was testing our hearts. He knows our hearts. Yeah. We we'll make it. <laughs> We're going to make it. Yeah. But you know what? he's able to deliver us. But even if he doesn't or he delays, we will never bow. Me, I don't have anything in the world I'm looking for. I have nothing to go back to. I my churches. I'm going to pray for you. Obina, when you get married, God will start blessing you guys together. Chris and Irene, God is going to bless you. Nemo, Nemo and Baraka. God is going to bless you. Just don't allow these stages I've mentioned to affect you. Independence. At what one a fast when? Tuesday. I mean, I fast Saturday. We'll see. <laughs> How many of you believe I'm a man of God? Hey, so. Listen, if I am a man of God, may you go to your next level in the name of Jesus. The God that sent me, may He lift you to your next level. I'm going to anoint you today. And I'm anointing you for the end of a season of struggle. Those of you that have come to this church, this is your first time. And you are hearing such a message. God wants you to stay in this church. God is giving you accountability. Now, can you sit down guys? Before I do this, I want to pray for anybody that is not saved. Because if you are not saved, it cannot work for you. If you are not born again, the reason you came to this church is so that you can give your life to Jesus. Can every head be bowed? Bow your head, close your eyes.